Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to the How you doing, Jordan? Wanna doing all right. How are you? Good deal, good deal, doing fine. Wanna welcome everyone to the Boondoggle Show, the Corbin Cross Country host race show, I guess we could say. Tonight we got Eli Orth on and we got Brian Schwarm. We'll talk about the race and see what's up next for him. We was gonna have your dad on, Jordan, but he said he's sounding scratchy. Yeah, I, I think uh, being at the race and stuff kind of got his allergies flared up. So, right, you know, uh, Rodney Hines, he uh, he was had his allergies was acting up on him also. He said, yeah, and so it's a uh, I guess that time of year. Yep. Just, <laughs> and blooming. Alyssa, she struggles with them sometimes, but. I don't know. I, I've never really had that many problems with them. Well, I guess maybe a couple of weeks ago, I kind of had issues with them. And uh, the doctor gave me some, uh, uh, told me to take some uh, daggone it, Mucinex. <clears throat> and then she said it might be a sinus infection. So she gave me some antibiotics. I can't think of the name of it. And I like took them for like two days. And well, Antibiotics work on my nose wasn't running, but other ends was running. <laughs> yep. So I was like, I think I'd rather have my nose run. I I could blow that anywhere's. Right. Right. <laughs> so that that's funny how medicine works. Uh, you know, it may help something, but there's it's like there's always a negative reaction or or uh, or uh, side effect from it. Yep. So, well. How was your race? I mean, I was there, obviously, but I didn't get to talk to you much after the race. I know. I, I was about to say we didn't we didn't get to talk much. Um, my it went really well, I think, especially after last year, um, and getting sick and stuff. I was actually able to finish this race, and then I got sick. When I got back to the car, I had to sit there and drink Pedialyte and make sure I didn't have to call an ambulance or anything. Didn't have to. So that's always, that's good. Yeah. What did you feel good during the race? I felt good the first three. And then the last one I knew I had to sit up. I knew right. it was, it was getting pretty bad. Yeah. Four laps on that course is, is pretty tough. I mean, you know, what? <clears throat> I did it. I don't know. It seemed like it was tougher. You know, obviously I didn't ride it just from what people said. And it, it was tougher than last year's. Was last year we had a smaller course, but done more laps. Yeah. And far as ride time, I'd have to go back and see. <clears throat> I don't know if uh, I can't remember if, if they done uh, had a longer ride time uh, this year or last year. I can't remember. Obviously, the people that ran two races last year had a longer ride time, but I'm talking mm -hmm. about just the ones that done the single race. Yeah, I think. I think there was more elevation this year. Right. But somebody said it was a little more flowy the way that it ran this year. I don't know. Cause I didn't get to do it last year. So, well, that surprised me that, well, I mean, obviously I guess we, we rode more of the course, so I guess there would be more elevation, but I felt like the section that we added wasn't very hilly, but maybe it was. 
maybe like I said, I, I didn't get to do it last year, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. Um, right. But it, uh, I don't know. I thought we had a good uh, 10 a.m. or 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 C C a C category in B's women's course laid out, but gosh. I know there were a lot of people that dropped. I was so confused too because when I got there, that race was going, <clears throat> and the tape on the course was put up like where we would come through. And I was like, "Did did they change it? Like, did he <laughs> change the course and not tell anybody?" I was so confused. <laughs> that I, I would not be. Uh, uh, what's the word beyond that? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I was so concerned. I was like, "Oh God, what's yeah, he done?" I just. Uh, I don't. I think we had a lot of riders that hadn't raced before, and and there was one guy on a gravel bike. I don't know if you've seen him. Oh God, no! I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, he race. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then I and then uh, yeah, I said we had some people that didn't race much. In that course, I think you you know you need to be someone that rides. Well, you don't have to ride a lot, but you ride frequently. It's not the Lake Trail and or Broken Spoke, you know, comparing it mm-hmm. to some of the local stuff. And I guess it costs a, a, a lot of people by surprise. I think it does, especially when you look at it and you're like, well, it's just a five mile loop or right. however long the other one was. But it's a lot of it's basically just straight up, straight down, straight up, straight down, straight up, straight down. So, yeah. And uh, like I said, when we had the ride day. I, I rode uh, uh, that day. I just done one lap. And which I, I may I don't know. I didn't like I wasn't too like uh swift on it i guess so to say <laughs> yeah but it, i think it you know I, the, for the people who's not been there before i think it caught them by surprise and even the people last year it caught them by surprise i just remember remember some people crossing the finish line uh you know completing their first lap and i was going man this place is tough <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, it, it's not one to sneeze at that's for sure right well you know uh to this Saturday, we've got the Redbud ride here in London. But... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to Dad and I have been talking about that. I kind of wish they would move it to a different part, like different time of the year. But I get it because then it wouldn't be the Redbud. But... Well, right. It would <laughs> definitely be the Redbud this year because they just had started blooming. In all actuality, uh, usually when they have it, they're, they are already bloomed. But, I mean... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, this may be some freak weather. I don't know. It's April, and and so yeah. you, you never know. But I, it's like I said, I I've done it twice, and the first year was the worst time I've ever had on a bike, right? Because it was forty degrees and it poured the rain, and then the second time it was really nice. So it's it's always hit or miss. It you know, there's not much in between there. Right, and I'm. <clears throat> I know Easter kind of messes with the date of it because Easter is next mm-hmm. Saturday, and you know a lot of people probably can't travel for a, 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 a you know, a ride like that. But I felt like they would probably had a, a lot better luck if they would have put it uh, the weekend after Easter instead of the weekend before. Yeah, I think I don't know. April is such a hard month to do anything in. I mean, for the race, we we really lucked out. We had pro- like perfect weather. I thought for racing, right? We did. And with mountain biking, 
you know, it could be a little cold and even it could be a little rainy. And obviously, you know, it's not going to, you know, the race that we run was, what was your time? Right around two hours, maybe a little more. Yeah, it was more than two hours. I, don't, I actually don't know. I right. Look. And your speed is not that high. So it's not going to be that bad if it's bad weather, but oh, man, a road no, I, ride. Yeah. 100 miles out on the road it would be miserable so i i needless to say i won't be going down for it i'll be yeah staying at home so yeah i didn't know if y'all had signed up or not i talked to your dad a little bit and he was saying something about he wished they would move it or something and so i was kind of under the impression maybe that he had planned on doing it but i as i talked to him he said i didn't and then also uh bluegrass mountain cup they've got their first race sunday and uh which i've not been to sugar camp and they've made a few posts about the weather and and they said it handles uh rain real well so i mean i don't know i've never been over there they said it's kind of a rocky soil or something yeah i've been over there a couple times but it i've never been over there like after a rain or anything so i don't know yeah you know that's a <clears throat> i don't know like i said that's a tough call when it comes to rain and especially mm-hmm. uh mountain bike mountain biking you know because you got mud and i don't know like i said i don't as far as being a promoter or race director you, you kind of get put in a you got <clears throat> you got so many factors in on your decision you got like your riders some people's gonna be mad you don't host it some people will be will be mad yep oh, <laughs> and you yeah. got the trail what about the people that maintain the trail see that's always my concern like i don't I'm not like dad. I don't mind the mud that much. Right. He, he hates mud, but <laughs> I don't, I don't really mind it that much, but <clears throat> my concern is always the trail because I don't want to wreck the trail and destroy everything that somebody's, you know, right. put, all, put together and everything. So well, what I always wonder, and I mean, we're talking about a different place is you watch videos like from England and Scotland. I mean, they're riding in like the rain and mud and oh yeah, yeah. it's like, it's no big deal. And over here, it's like you shouldn't ride wet trails. And, you know, I ain't saying you should. I ain't saying you shouldn't. I guess a lot. It, there's a lot of it depends in those situations. And so yeah. but I just think it's funny. Over here, it's like we uh, tread lightly. <laughs> What's that in other England? Oh, it's pouring the rain. Let's go ride. Yeah, perfect riding weather. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't get it either. But, you know, maybe their soil composition and stuff over there is maintains its its shape and stuff better than it does like in kentucky i know like in north carolina they don't close them down quite as often but you know because the soil is a little bit different there but well you know uh the the thing is like uh i sent eli a link right then oh cool maybe he'll join in we don't have no excuse to find out but like mohican they ain't gonna cancel for rain. No. And then No, they won't. <laughs> so I mean that's it. I mean, I guess you know, I, I don't know. It, it's uh I don't know what kind of call you make in those situations. So it's uh hopefully I'll have good weather for it and it all work out good. Like I said, that's a a hassle to be put in that spot making the decision, so yeah, it always sucks to cancel too. I mean, right, right. You got people that have already signed up, and you know, 
you've done what 90% of the work to get it all ready and set up right. and, and yes. then you cancel it. So, right. And then especially if you, uh, if you buy a lot of product for that race, you know, mm-hmm. to, then what do you do? Yeah. Which I don't know if they do or not for that race, but I know what you mean. Like, like the Mohican and stuff, they, they have five or six aid stations that are fully stocked. They've got some of them, most of them have like cliff products. So they have cliff bars and shop blocks and all this other stuff. So, right. Well, I'm talking, you know, like as far as like t shirts and things like that, you know, if you, you, you know, you got all that money invested in it also. Right. So I don't know. I, I was thinking about that today. Uh, I raced, you know, motocross for years, and it's just funny. It's like in cycling, especially mountain biking. It's like is not a, maybe not so much the cross country races, but your bigger races. Always a t-shirt, and I always, to me, I look at that and I think, well, that's. I wonder what the deal is behind that. Like five K, everybody that does a five K, offers a t-shirt. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, to me that the reason for that or why that is i guess they're they're unique enough and cheap enough right so i think that's well you know me on my end far as t-shirts and stuff the the this weekend we didn't have any because in the last two races the the jet printer or ink printer that the runner shop using has messed up and uh, so, I prefer to get the screen print, you know, and and it's a lot less work. Also, mm-hmm. well, I ain't gonna say. Well, see, the, the laser printer that they use, they've got to spray this chemical on the shirt to get the. Hold on a minute. Uh, it's an Eli message here. Uh, they got to spray a chemical on it and then they got to let it dry and then they got to print it with the screen print. You know, you just pour the ink on there and scrape it. And <laughs> so, right. I yeah. I mean, so, uh, hold on here. I'm trying to think here. I can't do two things at one time. <laughs> he says, I think he's having the same issue that other people has. It won't allow if uh, uh, won't let them access the mac- microphone. So, uh, is he on his cell phone or? Well, I don't know. That's what I was, was going to tell him to. Tr- and what it, how that works out. So we'll get it figured out. I want to tell him right here. Hold on here. I'm like an old man. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah. Uh, so I think we'll, I'm going to, too, I can get a better quality shirt with uh, the the screen print. The jet print could give you a lot more. The ink thing could give you a lot better, uh, like details and more colors. But it, it, they're a lot more expensive to make. So I think for 45, I'm just going to have them do the screen print and see how that works out. It may work pretty good like that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, try to figure. Out. I don't know. 
access because of microphone detection. I don't know. I was going to use my computer today, and uh, I couldn't get it to work right. So, oh well. <laughs> so all right. Huh. Auto mail over here. That we've detected the anchor does not have to fix this, please. Okay. <laughs> we're, getting li- we're getting live by live. I don't know if you can send it to me or not, but. Right. I might be able to help him. Yeah. Uh, let me think here. I'm trying to think here. Uh, I'm after. We have to get back with him. What's your next race on the uh, on on the docket? Uh, so I think the war daddy right <clears throat> i thought about doing that sugar camp race but i don't think i'm going to with the weather yeah being as bad as it is right right have you already signed up for war daddy i guess you have i think so <laughs> oh gosh i don't know oh. that's a good question i don't actually know it's a tough one though i mean I, i'm kind of worried too because i got sick at the end of this race so I'm kind of worried that I'll get get sick out on the course again this year, but I hate being afraid like that all the time. So right, I I thought about maybe doing the short one. I don't know. I ain't rode much or raced much, and it's kind of funny when you ride by yourself a lot. You don't realize how much fitness you lose until you go to do something you used to do. <laughs> You're like, whoa, yeah. No. It, riding by yourself is. I don't push myself nearly as hard when I ride by myself. Right. When I'm in a, when I'm in a group, I go a lot harder. So. Right. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, I don't know why that is. And there's no. I mean, Tyler, Freeze. He lives here. And he can. Uh, you know, we can. I can ride with him every now and then, but not much the way he works and I work. And then the cycling scene around here is pretty much just dead <laughs> and so far as finding somebody really good to ride with to push you is it, it's a, ain't nobody around so but yeah, yeah like that's said, there ain't nothing push ain't nothing push you like competition or, or or somebody else riding with you and so that's kind of what's going on with me. Like I said, I, I, I would like to, and I guess I could probably do, what is the short one? 38, 38, 33 miles? Something, something like that. Uh, I'm actually on the the uh, bike reg page. Let me see. 32. Yeah. So 32 yeah. I could, miles. Probably, I could probably do 32 miles. I don't know. It was funny. I went over about three years ago to ride with them. We going, and I mean, I thought, wow, well, I can do what is it, sixty-eight miles? I think. Yeah. Well, we I think it, it actually ends up being closer to seventy, but okay. Well, we was just going to go and pre-ride, and and I like jumped out like halfway and went back, and I still had like forty miles in, and I'm like, I didn't complete it, but I got a good workout in. But <laughs> that's what I was going back to when you don't ride with other people and, and you don't get a lot of miles in, you lose your fitness and you don't notice it. Yep. I mean, it. 
kind of socks you in the stomach too whenever you ride with somebody they just leave you in the dust and you're like what the heck well it's kind of like me i've been i bought that a uh, carbon fiber it's a gravel frame but i've been using it on the road and, and i thought man I'm, this thing's got like a slower average and i thought well it's probably me not the bike you know, yeah it's that's... a gravel bike but it's you know it's pretty agile it's it's uh, got a very short wheelbase for a gravel bike and it works good on the road it you know you got a little extra space for bigger tires in the in the you know dropouts and stuff but it does good but you know you said the other day that you and uh had been using Alyssa's bike on the road hadn't you yeah so um i've been using her tarmac for a while right. um <clears throat> and really the only time that i can tell a, that a gravel bike has um the disadvantage sorry i'm trying to help eli um oh okay <laughs> anytime uh the only time i can tell that a gravel bike is at a very disadvantaged state to a road bike is i do the tuesday night bicycle face ride and it's essentially like a road bike race it's just flat out the whole time right <clears throat> And when I, I've tried to do it on my gravel bike before, and it's just not fast enough. Like you wouldn't think it, but the the aerodynamics of the road bike and it's it's a lighter bike, it's got bigger gearing. Um, you know, it just it it does make a difference in that case. But if I was going to go ride by myself or something, I would just ride my pivot. It's, right. it's a more it's a more comfortable ride. Well, that's me. I've got a, a aluminum frame Jameis Icon. And it's been an awesome bike, and uh, and it may be a little quicker, but now it does have a little bit rougher ride to it. But well, obviously it's aluminum, and the other's carbon. I mean, it's not you know it's not like horrible, but you mm -hmm. can tell a difference. But it's funny. I go back and forth. I I I can't never make up my mind which one I like better. So I'll say, oh, this gravel bike is a great road bike. I'm gonna ride it. I put all my stuff on it, components, and then I'll. Like the other day, I was riding. I thought, man, I like my road bike, road bike a little bit better. On you know, when you're really giving it the beans. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's really the only time. Like the way that I kind of separate it is, <clears throat> right. The gravel yeah. bike is more comfortable, but the road bike is a lot faster. So right, right. Was you having any luck with getting Eli sorted out here? I sent him a couple articles on how to allow the. Uh, microphone through his cell phone so looks like he's looking at that may get him on here all right we may have to get him another time you know it's probably like me like i said we got that scoring system and i'm like uh i don't know what to do here <laughs> which i think we'll, probably, we'll hopefully we'll get it figured out saturday me and jeff the one of the guys that went in on it of the system with us we're going to look at it and i talked to a guy that has a system and he uh I talked to him and he's, I don't know. I, I can't go into details because I don't know really what he's talking about. He said mm -hmm. something about a, a com port. Basically what he said is, I guess when I open the computer up, I've got three or four USB ports in the computer, three. Mm -hmm. And I guess he said that you need to find out what USB port is connected to the reader. Yeah. And the reader has a ISP number. Mm -hmm. what that's called and so something about that i don't know 
so we may get it figured out. But we'll yeah, have to figure you it may out. Have to. May fourteenth uh, or something. May yeah yeah May fourteenth. That's the. the is that when the forty five is? Yeah 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 okay. May fourteenth. We was talking about the race there. You know, we had a pretty much good race uh, every time. And uh, she said that uh, – I can't remember what I was saying. What was I talking about? I just got a message here. Uh, the 45, something about weather. Oh. <laughs> I, I got a message. I think I was reading my message. I was trying to talk to you. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, I said, we'll have the system up and running by 45. I think that's what I was talking about. So, okay. All right. We may have to try to get Eli on another time here. I don't know. We'll give him a few more minutes and see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we'll, it's just one of those things that I, we don't know where to start. But once we get started, I think we'll be all right. Because I, I read how to do everything once you get it started. I didn't know how to get it started. It's like knowing how to drive a car. It's like, all right, the best way to explain what happened is we have, at work, we got some new trucks. I know how to drive a truck. <laughs> right. I, I right. know how to drive a truck. I got in this thing. I started up. Uh, are you? I'm here, finally. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> good deal, man. Hey, listen, you ain't the first person that this happened to. <laughs> Finally figured it out. Well, see, you better be glad that George was on here because I was like, check your settings. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if anything I sent helped, but hopefully it did. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to go into your settings and allow, I guess, where this is a, a outside side or something, it, it, you got to give it, allow it to use your microphone, right? Yeah, and I actually had to, um, once I clicked on that, went to the link, I had to click in the upper right-hand corner and join in under Chrome instead of regular Google, I guess. So once I did that, then it let me join in and let me allow the microphone and all that. Now you're Finally, got it figured out. Now you're following probably like some sort of big virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, those guys. Oh, man. Well, I want to congratulate you on your win there Saturday. And uh, I guess this wasn't your first race, was it? You, you've already done one or two this year or three? Yeah, I've done, I've done a couple gravel races up before this one. So this was my first uh, good mountain bike race this year. It's usually not. Usually I've done a couple before this time of the year, mountain bike racing, but this just happened to be my first one. Well, we, we're glad we could be your first one. Well, now yeah. the course, Alex, I don't ride single speed. Is it, is it a good single speed course? I mean, Overall, I think it is a pretty good single speed course because it's, <laughs> it's either pretty much, it's got a good amount of climbing in it. So that definitely favors the single speeding. Once you get, flat courses are ones that have slight grades uphill where you can't put the power down then then you're kind of at a big disadvantage but climbing courses i think are <laughs> good single speed courses right and i've mentioned to jordan also before like the 45 i don't see how you guys do that on the single single speed <laughs> the terrain is so varied i mean i, I guess you could gear it 
where it would be good in one section, either the pavement, gravel, or single track, and, and everything yeah. else, it's, yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one you kind of have to pick pick what you want to – you're going to be strong in one or the other. It's it's a tough one to gear for. Yeah. Pretty much you just have to gear as hard as you can but and get away with grinding up the climbs and then having as much speed as you can in those flats. Right. <laughs> I've never rode a single speed. And that, when it comes to mountain biking, have you always rode single speed or just kind of – got into it afterwards I, i've done single speed now it's been my primary bike for about probably the past i would say six years now right before that i rode um geared bikes i actually had a santa cruz tall boy geared bike and i had specialized i started off racing on my santa cruz geared right. kind of was encouraged to give single speeding a try by a friend of mine years ago. And ever since then, I've, I think it brought me back to my BMX days. So once I tried it, I, <laughs> it was, I knew it was for me. So I stuck with it. Well, that's pretty good there. So I guess y'all still friends in since you like the single speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I, have you ever wanted to try gears, or you just said, "Hey, it's fine with me"? I've been curious to see how I could compete in certain races with gears, and actually, with the gravel bike, I I do geared every now and then. So, like at Southern Cross this year, that was my first race. I ran in the geared class, geared um, gravel class, and it was pretty deep class and ended up getting on the podium with that so i was pretty happy with the results considering that not really use i do ride the uh, gravel bike geared for training a lot of the time so it's not like it's brand new to me so right well now i've got a, a gx rear derailleur and a shifter if you ever want to try it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, con- I'm considering switching my one of my single speed mountain bikes back to gear just to do a few races here and there with gears. I would like to see you do it. I I, I would. I mean, I, yeah, I he, of, he only gets top five overall in the single speed. So geared, you should get top three, you know, something <laughs> like that. Right. Well, <laughs> what gets me is there's some courses that the gears, I mean, the excuse me, the single speed is almost as fast. And what year was it? That guy, he won. I think he won the Mohican. Uh, he's from Ohio. Jerry Flug. Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he win the Mohican on a single speed? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And there was just last year um, in the hundred k at Mohican, a single speed got first and second at Mohican. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> they got first, second, and fourth. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That so. amazes me. I mean. Which I don't know much about single speed or in the in the you know in the manner that you have to ride them, but I, you know I, I think that, that's amazing to me. Amazing. Usually, your client you make up for some of the time in the climbing just because you don't have a choice but to <laughs> get up some of the climb. So <laughs> you give up some in those flats and some of those areas, and you can't carry as much speed into some of the downhills or the rollers, but the, some of those climbs that's where the 
single speed has the advantage because you're either going or you're not. So, <laughs> which is funny too, because when I started single speed riding, I always like when I was going to try it, I always thought the climbs would suck, <laughs> but they don't really. I mean, they do, but they don't as much as the flats or the downhills. Right. Yeah. Like, you're so being spun out is a lot worse than grinding up a climb. <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree with you, like on the climbs, especially on a road bike. I think a lot of times you think, oh, oh this ride's got a lot of big climbs. I need to put a, or need a big cassette or something like that. But I, what I've come to notice is once you know what you got as far as gearing and, and how low you can go up a climb, it, it may matter a little bit, but to me, whenever you got what you got, that's what you got, and, you, you know, you don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, and with single single speed, I think you pretty much you have to train a wide range of cadences. So, I mean, you're grinding up climbs that you might be turning your cranks at 30, 40 RPM, and then you got to spin in the flats at 150 in places and <laughs> get up the speed and <laughs> – Spin up real fast, coast. Spin up real fast, coast. I yep. mean, it's. <laughs> Hope you grab a wheel. That's the. Yeah. When you're by yourself, oh my gosh, it sucks. Or for me, at least, I hate when I'm by myself. Yeah, yeah, getting hung out in some of those flats, especially in the hundred mile races. It's it can be brutal. I was talking to Scott Phillips after the forty five last year. We just talked. I guess we were talking about maybe road bikes or something and single ring up front and and he brought up a good point he, he said some people are, are are better at adapting to different cadence than others and you know that like far as a single ring on a road bike uh, mm -hmm. that, that the, the gaps is what you know the biggest thing the, 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 the shoot deterrent but i get you know everybody's different i'm sure there's some people that are 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 better single speed riders than other people would be yeah, yeah, and I know there's a lot of people that, for gra even gravel bikes, they want the two by in the front just to have, so they don't have as much of gearing gap. But I think me being a single speeder, especially on my gravel bike, I run a one by twelve setup when I'm running geared, and one by twelve is plenty for me because I can <laughs> be a new <laughs> so one gear. Yeah. Twelve is twelve is plenty of gears. Right. You're doesn't matter like, how big of a gap it is i'm yeah <laughs> you can put a three speed on there it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty nice <laughs> yeah next time somebody complains about gaps with a one by I say, listen <laughs> what if you just had one gear okay i'm gonna yeah. have 11 more <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh well at the race saturday you you was pretty much in a no man's land there for uh most of the race wasn't you you, you was kind of in between uh the, uh the brian and uh george and then mm -hmm. uh let's see here keenan keenan is that his yeah because I, yeah, I was kind of there was there was a big there was a little bit of a gap between brian george and then me and then keenan and uh scott were a little kind of a little gap back behind me i think they were like five and eight minutes back yeah keenan i always he's got one of those names that you could turn it around <laughs> i always forever i wanted to call him connor but I've, i think i've got it figured out now so 
Yeah, Scott, he, you, I think I talked to you. Well, I talked to you after racing. You had a little bit of a back and forth with him for the first lap, I guess, didn't you? Didn't he yeah. Get in front of well, the, um, for about the first couple miles, I was contemplating on seeing how long I could stay with Brian and George. And that kind of, I just, after a couple miles, I was like, nah, why am I trying to keep, why am I trying to keep their pace? I'm just going to race my own race. So I backed off a little bit and that's when Keenan and Scott caught up to me. And then they actually, at one point, I just let them go by me at one point and I grabbed their wheel and just kind of settled in. And about uh, a few minutes later, I went back by him and then started to just kind of race my own race and my own pace and stay ahead of them. Right. Well, like I said, I, I know that you all, you, you know, you was kind of in between them there. And so I didn't know. I, 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 but I think everybody would like to see you on a geared bike. We'd give you, you know, some month, a, a couple months to <laughs> practice up. And I, I don't think he needs I, that long. You don't think that? Well, I, <laughs> a week. Okay. Well, I mean, I just, you know, I'm going to give him time there. <laughs> so, but, you know, being in, when you're in a race, which, you know, we just had two classes. We had single speed and men's A. When you're, when the classes are mixed like that, and when you've been in, you know, most of your bigger races are, although you may be doing good in your class or winning, do you still focus on just winning your race or just beating as many people as you can? I, I don't get caught up in trying to, um, really beat any beat the geared guys i kind of and a lot of the like bigger races i'll right race my race and then i'll race to win them so i'll do what i can if it means staying with a geared guy and trying to draft him on some of the flats and stuff like that i mean i might race his race the geared guys race just to stay with them just to give me a little bit of an advantage in certain areas to try and put a gap on some of the other single spears but that would be the only reason that I'm really, you know, racing their race. Some of those geared guys would be just to put more space and time between the other single speeders. Right. But for the most part, I'll just race my own race. And if I need to pick it up, then I'll pick it up. If I feel like I'm <laughs> slacking and at certain times, but cause there's hundred mile races. I mean, <laughs> there's, you have so many different moments of where you feel like you're going hard, then you feel like you're not going hard enough, and it is like a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, sure. I, I've never done a hundred mile race. I've done, uh, you know, some longer ones, but I don't think people understand. I, I mean, and maybe you and Jordan are, are like myself. You, you every emotion possible, you you, you go through. <laughs> it's, a, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a journey like it you really find yourself out on those longer ones it's funny yeah. i don't know you know eli you you know you're, you're very fit and you know contend for podiums but about every big race i've ever done i'm like why do i do this <laughs> <laughs> i have those thoughts as well sometimes i'm like why did i ever start cycling like uh. If that's how I know it's been a bad day because I'll start devolving into like, you know, I could I could get into running or something and yeah. instead of cycling, I don't have to do this. I, I think one of the 
the strongest feelings that I had of why I ever do this is I guess it was in 2005. It was the first year they had the 12 hours of Solly in obviously Solly, North Carolina. And I remember riding the trail, look over at the lake. And they saw somebody on their boat having fun, <laughs> laughing, carrying on in the water. I got so mad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I said, look at those people. They're having the time of their life. I'm like, I'm like halfway through or something like that. But, but I, I mean, I've never got, got done with the race and thought, man, I, I'm never racing again or nothing like that. You get, yeah. to me, you get that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. The finish is so, cause it, oh, yeah. You hate everything while you're out there and then you finish and you're like, yeah, you know, I could probably go out again, do another <laughs> lap, you know? It's, yeah. It, it, and a lot of people has this emotion, and, I, and I'm sure you guys have too. You've got done with the race, and although you're glad you've done it, you think, I'm not going to do this again. Then give it a few days, and, <laughs> you know, and I guess you get your energy back, and you know, well, that wasn't too bad. I bet next year I could do better. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. Times. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Well, Eli, buddy, we ain't going to keep you long. I think you said you got to work. And and uh, I just want to thank you for coming to a race. And it's always a pleasure seeing you. We'll always have a good crowd from Cincinnati to come down. And, and so, like I said, it's always good to see you guys. I like yeah, when you're I like there, too, Eli, because it takes a lot of pressure off trying to get first because I know it's already sealed up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good, you know. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> hey, I know. Listen, Eli, I know why Jordan said, oh, it just take you a week, Eli, to get used to gears. He's, I, I see what he's up to. He's, yeah. He's trying to get you to move. You can yeah. Say, yeah, Eli, you can switch classes if you want to guess. But... <laughs> well, Eli, well, even, even if he changes, he normally brings John with him, too, and he's a fast single speeder, too. So, um, What is yeah, the probably... high in single speeds? There's a bunch of fast single There's... speeds, isn't there? Yeah, there is a lot from Ohio. We've got a lot in the Cincinnati area, a lot in the Columbus area. It's it's one of the best states for single speed, I would say. Pennsylvania is pretty strong too. Yeah, they've, they've got it's always been of... it's always been a big battle, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Yeah, like Kentucky's just got little old me. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Forget about that guy. <laughs> Jordan, yeah, you are. Me and Kevin. Kevin, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, we everybody out there was, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty big and, and strong. And our Jordan. There's little old me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, Eli, buddy, we hope to see you again. And they say, I think I talked to you the other day, and I think you said your next race is uh, uh, Calhutta, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be going down to Cahutta to do the first uh, NUE 100-mile or so. Are you doing the Pisgah stage race? No, not doing the Pisgah stage race. I was wanting to do it this year, but I decided to, decided to take the year off from uh, stage races. Oh, gotcha. Those so, look fun, but like I said, they look fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, hearing they, about them, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of preparation, and I mean, there's a lot involved for those. That's for sure. Right. Well, do, do y'all know Mike Thompson? He's from Louisville. You I know have, the name. Okay. I know the name. Yeah. Well, 
uh, well, you can see him on Strava. He, he, he does a races. I know him, you know, just through races. And he done a Cape Epic. And I, and he, he made it, you know, all the way through. And I think his last Strava post or somewhere, he said it was, he says it was, he's glad he's done it, but probably wouldn't do it no more. Just the logistics and just, mm-hmm. just so hard to, there's so much involved with getting to do it and, and do it at the same time. Yeah, there's a lot of logistics involved, even the ones that are like <laughs> ones I, I can't even imagine traveling overseas really for a stage race just because of everything that you want to have there with you, spare parts. And like for stage races, I take a spare bike because I've broken parts where <laughs> I need an off the Transylvania Epic last year. I had to use my backup bike because I broke broke my brake on my on my primary race bike so i was glad i had that spare with me oh yeah yeah well eli buddy we'll let you go and thanks for coming on and uh we'll hopefully see you again this year and good luck good luck at kohuta and then all the other races this year appreciate it yeah i'm gonna try to make it down to the 45 and a couple others i'm hoping to anyway all right, you're going to have a derailleur on uh, you're, you're probably busy that weekend, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot of people use a gravel bike. Yeah. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I've been tempted to try that. I've I've been tempted, but never have. <laughs> never went that way. So. That one by 12 sounds pretty nice right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Eli, buddy, we'll see you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. See you later. See ya. <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye. George, buddy, you, you got him on here, didn't you? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know if what I did actually helped or not, but. <laughs> <coughs> we'll say that it did. I, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take the credit for it. That's fine. <laughs> Lord, Marsh, I'm about to get choked down here. I know. I keep having to clear my throat. I don't. It's yeah. been we'll scratchy see. these last couple Maybe of days. We'll have Brian we have Brian on here. Let's see here. He sent me a message. Is it? I sent him the link. And I want to tell him, he said, is it time? And I'm going to say, yep, it is. Uh, to <laughs> answer your question earlier, I am not registered for the War Daddy. So oh, okay. I probably need to do that. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't know if I'm going to do it single speed or. That's a tough course, single speed. Yeah. yeah. What, what did Alyssa tell you? Yeah, she said I'm gonna race it with gears. <laughs> She's looking out for you. Yeah. <coughs> Hello. Hey, hey Brian. Brian. How you guys doing? But we're doing good. We just uh nah, doing nothing. Doing the podcast. We got done with Eli a few minutes ago and talking to him about how his race was at Corbin Cross Country and uh-huh. what he's doing this year. So that's about it. What about you? Yeah, pretty pretty good. I I I've got a cold. Got a cold after the race, and so I'm fighting that. But uh, other than that, doing fantastic. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Roger, we was gonna have him on, and, and uh, he said he's got a cold. <laughs> oh wow. So maybe it's a Moorhead thing. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Y'all didn't ride down together, did you? Uh, no, no. no. Strange I was really hoping coincidence. 
Yeah, I was really hoping Roger would be on. I, I I wanted to really ask him about him hitting that barrel. Did you Did you see that? Oh gosh! Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I saw that video. He, he hit it straight on. <laughs> the funniest part of that video to me is after he hit it, he looked over at Jordan like, "Did you see that?" <laughs> no, he looked over at me and was like, "Why'd you let me hit this barrel?" He was trying to think of how to blame it on me. Ooh. It was well, Jordan's fault. Asked, yeah. Somebody asked me why, why it was there, and I said, you know, we had the tie down or tie out for the arch there. And, uh-huh. uh, so that that's why it was there. And I think he's the only one hit it, though. But <laughs> that's good. I've come to find out that if anything can happen, it will happen. <laughs> yep. Yep, I'm sure. I mean, you could mark a course, and ain't nobody going to miss this turn. Guess what? Somebody miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brian, yeah. you uh, had a good little race there uh, Saturday with George, and you know we was all interested to see how it was going to turn out. And yeah, yeah, it was an it was a very exciting race. Right now, I've got a question now. Uh, Corbin Cross Country twenty twenty three. What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, George keeps getting faster and faster, so uh, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I yeah, I just you know I had wondered about that, but yeah, y'all had a pretty good race, and I I, I knowed him and him, and you know I've messaged you know his mom and dad a little bit on Facebook, various things, and but that's the first time uh-huh. I ever meet him. He's a very polite kid. I mean, yeah, he is. yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, great kid. He's he's humble, uh, uh, very nice, personable. He's a great kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he is, and his whole family is. You know, and that's the thing that yeah. I've noticed about a lot of the, the mountain bike scene. You know, for the most part, everyone is pretty yeah. nice and humble. And I kind of wonder if it's due to the fact that you know cycling can be a very humbling sport at times. You could be on top of the world at one race, and the next race you could, you know, be lucky to finish. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, uh, as far as the race now, y'all was together there for the first two laps, and I think I heard you saying that. Now, did the third lap he he come around you or? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, at the at the beginning, at the very beginning, um, after that, uh, like little field uphill. You right. Yeah, he jumped into the front and got in the single track and just just started hammering and got. 10 or 15 seconds on me at very really? quickly. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it took me about a half a lap to just get up with him. And then, uh, finally caught up with him. And then towards the end of the first lap moved around him and was in the, in the front, but, and then, uh, second lap, second lap was actually our faster lap. I, um, we went a little bit faster on the second lap, I think. And then, uh, and then once we started the third lap, he jumped in front of me, and I thought, "Oh no!" Because I, I I had a feeling that uh, that he was starting to get tired. Um, but then when he jumped in front of me, I was like, "Oh no, he he's not tired. He's getting ready to throw down an attack. I'm in trouble." Right. But uh, that that wasn't the case. Well, when he uh, gapped you there on that first lap, did you have a much of a sense of urgency, or? Well, I, I, a little bit. Um, but I, I didn't want to dig too deep uh, and bury myself super, you know, 
get too wore out right at the beginning. Um, I can tell yeah, it wasn't that's my going... strategy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I could tell it, it wasn't it wasn't getting out of control his his lead. I, so I just um, kept it steady and slowly tried to pull him back in. And I'd say someone like you has raced so many races for so many years. I think that's where a race craft comes in, know when to just kind of, hey, just settle down for a minute. Which yeah. a lot of people that doesn't have the experience that you have, you know, could panic at that moment. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's yes. what yes, me they and, can. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can't think of the last race I raced, but I, the thing is, it, it's good to, to, to know, to be in those situations and know how to handle them and, and know if this happens, then I can do this or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, See, I think it's incredible. Brian has a video on YouTube of the New Hampshire 100. Is that right? Oh, yeah. The, it, it, it's the one that you, you're in a race. I think it is uh-huh. the New Hampshire 100. Yeah. And I used to watch it while I was on the trainer because it's like point of view. And just, oh, you know, right. it's, you're up there with like Dylan Johnson and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm right there. <laughs> and and uh, it always blew me away because every time I watch that video, it's it. You know, I'm reminded of your ability to contain yourself because it's like, you know, on the single track or something that they may get out of sight or at least on the camera, they get out of sight, you know. But uh-huh. if you look at your your wattage and stuff on there, it stays the same. You don't, you don't speed up, you don't slow down or anything. You just maintain it. And then a minute later, you're right back up with them and it's (laughs) nothing's changed. And it's like, I watch that and I'm like, golly, that's awesome. And then I never, I never even try to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, and that's the thing about racing or any sport. I mean, you could be talented at any sport, but you've got to have the mental capacity to, to handle situations and like I said, somebody that doesn't race much, like if it'd been me, I'd like, you know, I'll, I, although I wouldn't been that close to George, but if I was in that situation with somebody, you know, similar to my ability for the lead, I'd be like, I'd probably be in like in panic mode, <laughs> <laughs> burnt, burnt myself out trying to catch them and, and been the race would have been done with. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy to do. Get caught up in the situation and, and go a little too hard and, end up wearing yourself out too early right now going into the woods and i watched the video of the start i think where was you at going into the woods because when you come off the gravel to turn left go through the grass section in the video that i saw look like you was maybe about fourth or fifth well yeah right right at the beginning off the line i was about fourth or fifth but as soon as we went down that little gravel road around the house i i got into the front so i was i was the first one in the into that single track okay section there but then once we popped out into that that little field that little grass uphill before hitting the the next single track that's where george jumped in front of me then and and put the hammer down right now that grass hill it wasn't there last year was it i'm pretty sure no that's the yeah that we 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 kind of went around a a different way last year right it was funny uh uh, my friend Tyler, uh, he pre-wrote it the other, I guess maybe a couple of days before the race. I said, what do you think of that grass hill? <laughs> and he said, it's horrible. 
<laughs> I said, I said, I said, well, that's Josh's idea. He said, that's passing opportunities. And I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was tough, though. It was deceiving because it, it, it was a lot steeper than it initially looked. And being kind of grass like that was it was like heavy to get up it. It was challenging, but it was it was good to have a, a place like that to pass because there were not many places to pass on that course with all the tight single track and everything. Right. Well, did was you there for the start of the B? Um, no, Man. I wasn't. I, I that, but I saw I saw a video of the very start. I think Sammy had a motor. I mean, if you watch that video, I, I, I guess, yeah, Jordan, you all, yeah, I guess I got that from Alyssa. That yes. video, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then she, you know, focuses on Roger hitting the, the barrel, <laughs> uh-huh. and then he takes off, and then there's a wreck in front of him, and, you know, that's kind of the main focus of her video. But then if you look in the background, you see Sammy going down that gravel road, He's got a huge gap already. Oh wow! Uh, I, I, I didn't notice that. I'll take a second look at it. Yeah, and then uh, Josh posted a video of them coming up that hill toward the road, and and I guess it was the first lap. I'm not going to say for sure. And it's just he's just flying up it. Uh huh. And then that grass hill, he come flying up that. But, yeah. So they done three laps. So <clears throat> he's a guy that's. I think he said he lost about 50, 40, 50 pounds over the winter. Wow, that that's incredible. That's awesome, yeah. isn't it? And yeah, it, it, it is. It really is. It, now, it's paying off with his racing as well. I know it. You know, and, that, and that's, you know, people who's just starting out or maybe not as fast, you know, that's kind of a, a, a something good to see that you can see that, that it can be done. Uh-huh. It just takes a little dedication. So. Absolutely, yep. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how he'll do at 45 when when everyone is mixed together, A's and B's, and uh huh, and see how he does there. Yeah, so, I think he'll do fantastic. I, I believe he will too. Now, what's your next <clears throat> next race? Well, um, I was planning on doing the uh, uh, Bluegrass Mountain Cup in Prestonsburg this weekend, but I I don't know with with being sick if uh, if I'll be able to do that. I don't um, know if that one's going to go or not anyway. With the rain and everything, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't – they said it holds rain pretty well, but I don't, I don't <laughs> know how true that is. Yeah. You've been there more than I have, but – Yeah, um, I, 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 I believe it probably does well in the rain, but it, it looks like it's, it, it's going to rain a lot, so I right. don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, Jordan and I touched on that before, you know, Eli come on about rain and – being the race promoter and it, it, i think one year we didn't have a race it's gonna be at levi jackson i think it got canceled for rain and then we set it for the fall and it rained again oh geez yeah but that's kind of a tough spot to be in because I, I told jordan you, you got people that want to race mm-hmm. and you got people that don't want to race yeah and then you know, you got the trail, the people that take care of this, take care of it. You know, what's their thoughts going to be on it? So, yeah. And putting so much time into getting everything ready to go and then just needing to cancel it at the last minute. That's, that's tough too, I would assume. Right. And my thoughts always go back to say the person 
you know, to, 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 to most people that race a lot, you know, my race or, or one of the uh, bluegrass mountain cups may not be, you know, their main focus race. It could be something bigger, you know, Mohican or Big Frog or whatever. Uh-huh. But what about a person that's local and they've, you know, trained for that race? It's their hometown or, or kind of local or their local trails and then it's canceled. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'd be frustrating to miss out on your hometown race. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, the rain will hold off and yeah. they'll be able to pull it but, off. Yeah. Two weeks after that, though, is Coheta. So, that, that's my that's my big race, the big 100-miler. <laughs> okay, so you're doing the uh, Coheta instead of the Big Frog? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, who all's in that so far? Do you know? they have an entry list yet or? Um, yeah, it seems like a lot of the usual suspects, Christian 10 guy and, uh, Nick Bragg, who won the true grid out West in Utah, is going to be there. And a couple of my teammates will be there as well. Jeff and Brent, and I, I, I think Nate, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think Nate's going as well, but a lot of the. A lot of the usual people. I, I don't think Dylan Johnson, I'm, I'm not sure if he's doing them this year, though. But other than that, it'll be a lot of the same people, I think. Uh, the, what's his name? Tan, I can't say it. Tan Chris, ja- Christian Tan guy? Yeah, where's he yeah. from? I mean, I guess he lives here, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I, I believe he's originally from France. Okay, yeah, I think somebody did tell me that That's now yeah. that I think about it. And lives, I I guess, been living in Michigan for uh, an extremely long time now, though. Right, yeah. Now, I haven't heard much from him lately. Just, uh, I mean, I, I know that one, he won the series one year, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. I believe, uh, he, I mean, I know he's won multiple individual races. And because he, he, he's been doing it for years and is always in the hunt for the, or the for the overall um but yeah I, I believe he's he's won the overall at least once um i'm not sure exactly how many times though right well, yeah i, I try to follow that the nue series and i don't remember him doing much recently but i mean covid probably had something to do with that i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah so right well now uh like i said i remember he used to be real strong in them and everything uh but you won kohuta didn't you like maybe three or four years ago uh yeah 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 that was my that was my first one that was that was that was real exciting oh yeah i'd say it was now that year you had a pretty good year didn't you yeah uh i won that in lumberjack and wilderness 101 um so that, that was a real good season was that the year you got second in the yeah. series okay yeah Yep, Dylan and I it came down to um, that final race. Whoever won that final race would have been the winner of the series, and he he got the best of me though. Yeah, yeah it's, I remember you coming back from some of them, and you had told me like there was a guy that was my age, and you were like, "Man, he's <laughs> so he's so fast, like he's you know he beat me on climbs," and I was like, "That's impossible. There's no <laughs> way somebody's beating you on climbs." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep he's uh yeah incredible racer well i guess a lot of those guys and i guess well he was one of them that 
uh, what is that lifetime series where they got six gravel races and mm-hmm. no, sorry, is it it's three gravel races and three mountain bike races? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how that. I mean, how that works? They took what thirty men and thirty women, but yeah, everybody eligible. I don't understand how that works. works. Yeah, I don't quite either. I because because the races are still open. Um, the mm-hmm. individual races, but so I get, I get my guess is I, I assume that just just those people get counted towards the series. I guess I don't know. I wonder if they'll score it independent of their finish. Like say, if Dylan gets yeah. fifth, but he's the first of the lifetime series people. Yeah, I wonder if he'll get counted as first for that. I don't know how it's yeah, going to work. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how those all those details would work out. Well, that sounds like a neat thing, but uh, yeah, I don't know the details. Well, let, let's just say hypothetically some uh, tour pro decided to do all six of them, and he's not one of the uh, 30 that they picked or 20, however many they picked, uh-huh. and, he was, and he was to win them. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I, that, I, I mean, I, I guess you could read up on it and find out more about it, but. Uh huh. Just outside looking in, I don't, I, I don't completely understand it. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't either. I, how how they score all that? Because I think there's a little bit of controversy. I don't. I, uh, Jeff Kabush. I don't think he got picked. Yeah. But, yeah. But did I, uh, did, did yeah, he apply? I, I remember or reading about that. I'm sure know. he did apply. I I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. I I read the. Uh, he wrote an open letter or something. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I read that he did apply, but, um, and, and he felt like he wasn't accepted because he didn't have as big of a social media presence. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. You're right. As you're some right. of the yeah. others. Right. Jordan, so, you could have got in if you had to look more up to date. <laughs> I know. Gosh, I'm sure I was in the running. <laughs> that is right. Now that you say that, I remember reading that. So, you know, it seems like there's a uh, lifetime. Isn't there somebody else got more than one race now also? I can't remember who it is. Oh, you got the Belgian waffle rides. Yeah, that's, I was going oh, yeah. to that, yeah. seems like there's a little bit of a, 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 I don't know if you'd say struggle, but a little bit of a who's who's going to be bigger right now. You know, yes. Lifetime got those six races. They got uh, one out in California. Is it Sea Otter, the first one? Yep. And then they got Leadville. Help me out here. And then uh, uh, Steamboat Springs. Yep. That's three. Uh, I can look it up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I, you know, and then I, I, I think USA Cycling, I think they're kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we better uh, get something done here, so. It's just funny how every you know, it's like right now, I, everything's fry, far as cycling is thriving, and we've talked mm-hmm. about it before, Jordan and I, that I think we'll have a, a period of thriving, and then, then pretty much the ones that's strong and does good will be the ones that obviously that would stick around. Yeah, and that's one reason why you know I was going to do that boondoggle all roads, and I started thinking more. I thought about that. I thought you know, there's so many gravel races around that i just didn't feel like that that would be a race that somebody would look at and go 
man, I really want to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun course, yeah. but there's, I mean, you look around, I mean, there's so much other stuff to do that, that I felt like that, that we couldn't offer something, you know, to, to compete with. I mean, uh, Gordon, he's got that, uh, what is it? Appalachia something. Oh yeah. That was just this past weekend. I think Appalachian journey. Right. And yeah, that whole area, like Tennessee and North Carolina and and Georgia, they, they have so many now that I, you know, I did, I I just didn't feel like we could, somebody look, look at that boondog all all rose. I really want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I was looking forward to it, but I, I completely understand. Yeah, he broke his heart. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I understand, though. Yeah, I, right. But I, I tell you, understand. you know, we were talking about the Corbin race and the battle that you and George had, and I told someone, I, you know, as far as racers, everybody likes something different. I said, but I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that because you got to, you know, although we didn't see a lot of the stuff that happened, every lap you kind of see what's, you get a little bit of a, a, a hint of what's going on. Yeah. And I told somebody, I said, you know, at 45, they take, everybody takes off and which I'm out on the course, you know, running around, make sure stuff's okay. But you, you don't know what happens. You just, Oh, there's so-and-so. Yep. <laughs> if, if you're a spectator, see him leave, then come back and that's it. Yeah, that's it. And so, you know, I don't know, I guess everyone's different. What what do you prefer? I mean, I mean, I guess it would depend actually on the course, but oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, for for cross country, I mean, I love like what we just did, having laps about that length, right? Um, but for for you know big long races, I prefer just great big, great big one loop, you know, loops like the Kohada and things of that nature. Just one big loop. I know it's not spectator friendly, but right. Um, you know, trying to do a 100 mile race or even, you know, shorter, but still a long race on, on laps just gets tough. And even like Lumberjack did, you know, they do three yeah. laps oh. and they're, they're 33 miles and they, they, a lot of people do two laps and they're like, I'm done. Yeah. I was about right to say, there. <laughs> they're like, I'm not doing that third one with, with, you know, and I think, a, a fair percentage of those people would probably finish if it was just one big lap, you know, but they're, they do two of them. Do you, do like, you get I'm, to... I'm, I'm not going for that third one. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I understand that that takes a lot of you, you're in a, a bad spot. It takes a lot of willpower to go out and do another lap, especially a 33 mile loop. I mean, gosh. Yeah. yeah. You imagine riding through the pits or finish line area, go out on your last lap. You look over that, you look over there and there's your vehicle. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh yeah no <laughs> not a chance so horrible yeah like, oh i could just go over and sit down right now i would have to plan it out where i didn't stop on that <laughs> going into the third lap i'd have to just keep going there's no way uh-huh. i could stop i don't i done the big frog one year and i don't know if i told y'all the story but uh i'd had it well at the time i didn't know but come find out i had a sinus section so like three weeks leading up to it I just taking medicine and thought I had a cold or allergies and thought it would go away. And, and what I was doing is, you know, at night you lay down, you get drained you start coughing, you can't sleep. So you take a Benadryl, help you sleep. <laughs> and then you can't take a Benadryl during the day because it makes you sleepy. So then you take a daytime cold medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like taking stuff to help me sleep, to help me 
stuff to help you take uh, a weight. And, and so, so we go down there to uh, big frog and, and I just, I don't know. It's, you know, sometimes you, you, I mean, I don't care what anybody told you, well, how much willpower you got. You just know that it, that's not the day. Uh-huh. And that happened to me. And I got to the first aid station and, and at that year, and it may be the same, that first aid station, I think once you left it, you went like farther out uh-huh. and you just yep. kept getting farther away until obviously you come to one point and start heading back. And I thought, I don't feel good. And I thought this, if I leave this aid station and, and keep pushing on, I'm just going to get further and further out. And so I asked them at that aid station about, you know, what's the quickest way to get back? I don't feel good, blah, blah, blah. And they told me. So I went down this big, long gravel hill and got to the bottom, and I was pretty sure I was going the right way, and I seen these three women walking. And uh, I said, which, you know, told them where I need to get back to. And I said, yeah, I go that way. And, so, and they said, was you racing? I said, yeah, I just ain't feeling it today. I'm dropped out. Dropped out. Oh, don't quit. Don't quit. Go back. You can do it. I thought, I thought lady, I come down this huge hill. <laughs> I feel like crap right now. And y'all you know, like trying to give me that motivating little bit of clapping. It was you go back up that big gravel hill. Yeah. Then you uh, go back I the ten miles you just came. I wanted to pick up some gravels and throw at them. <laughs> but I, I mean that. But come, I didn't know that at the time I had a sinus infection. So the guy I went with, he finished, and we got on the interstate. And I think I slept about the whole way home. Oh I, wow! I was just, and I went to the doctor. And I had a sinus infection, and they gave me a rosethin shot and a steroid shot. And I was like, I mean, it didn't take long. It was cleared up. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I thought, gosh, that was, man, that was miserable. Yeah. I, I never wanted to, uh, gosh, I ain't been back. I'd like to go back, but I just not had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd <laughs> like to do the, the big frog, but my friend's getting married that day. So I'm in his wedding, so I can't go. Oh, yeah. You should say, have you ever been married in Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has. Well, there you go. Well, Brian was talking about uh, uh, Kohuna, uh Mountain what, Mountain Gold Adventures. They've took that over, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they, the last couple years, maybe, although they didn't have it last year because of COVID. But, yeah, they've they've taken it over now. Right. So they, I know that, you know, I've done Southern Cross and then I've done also Fool's Gold and they mm-hmm. put on some good events. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you, you didn't do Fool's Gold this year, did you? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. you did? Yep. Yeah, you did. Yeah. What is it? Ended up second. Okay. Okay. So right. sprint to the line with the, up that hill. For the, for the win or? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, uh, who, who won? I can't remember. Oh, shoot um name escapes me oh geez well i, I didn't know huh. i know there's I, I mean i know several people that went but i don't know why i don't know that you went or maybe it, i forgot or something yeah yeah um i shoot I, I know the guy but the name just escapes me but uh we were sprinting up that hill after the creek crossing and it my legs just locked up and and then it ended up being like six seconds or something that he beat me by in a sprint. So that's kind of a lot for a sprint after my legs kind of locked up. 
Right, right. You didn't pull a Sammy, did you? Just grab the brakes and. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Man, I didn't know what was going on there. I thought, Sammy, here's the finish line. <laughs> right. I was like, what in the world? But you know, you t- uh, Thomas Turner. Now, where did he finish? He's what fourth, fifth, third, something like that. Uh, I think he was fourth that year. Well, now, yeah. who does he ride for? Jameis. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know uh, a lot of times you see him when he's mountain biking, he's riding, I guess, older hardtails. But I don't think Jameis makes any hard racing uh, carbon fiber hardtails anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know like a lot of the gravel races and stuff, and he rides, uh, you know, the, I guess the Renegade. And uh, But I notice a lot of times he rides that hardtail. I can't remember what their James's hardtail was. So I, I I didn't know you know what was going on with that. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Did, did you ride your uh uh the verge there? Um, no, no, rode my epic full suspension at 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 Foles Gold. No, 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 sorry. Uh, uh, Southern Cross. Oh no, I didn't do Southern Cross. Okay, no. all right. All right. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you got Southern Cross from. I was sitting there thinking, uh, I thought, now, I know a lot of people doing Southern Cross, but I don't remember uh, Brian doing it. Oh, so, yeah, no, I didn't. I'm sorry if I misunderstood you. I did, I I did pro- full school. I didn't do Southern Cross, no. Okay, I was, okay, I probably said the wrong thing. I get those two mixed up quite a bit, so I didn't know. Yeah, well, their course overlaps a lot, too. Right, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, the first year I raced down there, uh, I'd done the Southern Cross, and it was the one that they postponed up. Uh, like two or three weeks because they had an ice storm and just the trails was covered up with down trees. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, so they got it cleared up. And so we went down there and they said, all right, we're going to have a neutral start or neutral rollout. I mean, I'd never been in that situation. Oh, man, there wasn't nothing neutral about it. <laughs> yeah, there never <laughs> is. <laughs> I know. Yep. And I was hanging on for dear life. I'm like, what in the – I thought – What's neutral about this? <laughs> really fast neutral rollout. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, neutral. You see, like Tour de France, they roll out. You know, just you know, spinning lightly, kind of waving mm-hmm. to the crowd. Then the guy waves the flag and they take off. Well, that's anything. like at the at the first War Daddy. They they had the guy on the four wheeler lead everybody out for a neutral rollout through the town that that the race is hosted, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, and they were like, yeah, it's a neutral rollout and stuff. And then it was like 20, 21 miles an hour. And so the, the guys on the single speed are out back. Like we've already gotten dropped. We're struggling to hang uh, on. The neutral in the neutral, yeah. The neutral rollout. So, well, oh, I, I will say this is, it's being a person that like leading out a race. You don't realize how fast you're going sometimes, you know, but I've not done it that much. So I won't chalk it up to experience, uh-huh. but it's so funny. You like barely poking, look back. Where's everybody at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing 20 mile hour. Yeah. Your car goes a lot faster than the, than the cyclist. So. Oh yeah. So yeah, that, that's, you know, like I said, I, I kind of see it, but now, I mean, full going, I mean, I was hanging on for dear life, getting passed. <laughs> so well brian uh so your next race is co correct yep yep you got a, i guess a pretty much a full season ahead of you or? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give the NUE series a, a go in the 100 milers. So sweet. Handful of those. And then, of course, uh, uh, your races and um, USA Cycling's Nationals at the end of October. Marathon Distance Nationals is going to be in Maryland again. All right. So, yeah, yeah. So, well, now, I, I've, I've dropped a few little hints. Uh-huh. On our Frankfurt race. Nobody knows. I like to, you know, mess with people. Oh. Well, I saw oh. that. I wasn't able to put it together. Oh. You're a mathematician, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. How many minutes is in an hour? In an hour? Yeah. 60. 60. All right. <laughs> now, if there's 360 minutes, how many hours is it? Oh, that's six hours. There yeah. you go. Six hour race. Here we go. Ah, okay. The Boondoggle 360. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now it's a it's lap coming race. Together. So, yeah, so it's a lap race. Okay. So you come back around, like you make a 360, you end up back where you started from. Oh, cool. It means two things. Two things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does not mean 360 miles. Or oh, 360 laps, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I just, uh, I felt like that's a good, see, like, I like the atmosphere of those races. And to me, 12 hours, I mean, I wouldn't want to put no 12-hour race on. And just that's, mm. that's a lot of time. So I thought six would be pretty good. And somebody yeah. wants to solo, it's not too bad. And, and uh, you know, and I offer a duo. And then we'll probably offer youth class. Well, I know we will. I like to do a, a, a team or, or duo for youth. I don't know if you should do two or three riders. And I, I guess I need to ask some parents, compers, and some of the other people that, you know, got youth that would want to do it. Yeah. That sounds so, like a good time. I still ain't for sure yet on PC Park what we're going to do with that. So, but it should be a good time. Yep. Absolutely. Are you doing War Daddy this year, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the week after uh, Kohada. Yeah, that's, what, that's why I asked. I didn't know. Yeah. You think you'll recover pretty well for that, or? I, I hope so. I'll probably still be feeling it a little bit. Yeah, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll be ready to go. Yeah, that I, I told Jordan earlier. I said I went over about three years ago with John and and Merle. I was going to pre ride the course with them and. I like dropped out like halfway through and, but I wasn't mad. I still felt like I'd done a big effort. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, those, I just, I guess I told Jordan, I said, I said, you don't realize your fitness, you lose. If you always ride by yourself and you don't ride as much. You, I, I, in my mind, I still think I could do everything I've done before. <laughs> uh huh. It's still until I get ready to do it. Yeah. I, I never yeah, I get it. I never will forget when I had knee surgery. I was off the bike like for four months. And, oh wow! And I started riding back. I thought I didn't think. That, I mean, I didn't think I'd lost that much. Oh, I was getting dropped by old ladies on group rides. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad. It was sad. So, well, Brian, it's good to talk to you. And yeah, great talking to you too, on, Keith. On your win, Jordan. At uh, thank you, Corbin Cross Country. We look forward to seeing you again. And good luck, at Cahutta and War Daddy and all the other races. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for oh, having uh, me on okay. here, guys. On NUE, what, what, what category are you running? 
I, I'm going to I'm going to do the open category. I'm I'm old enough to do the Masters, but I, I think I'll give it a go in the open. Hey, some guys breathing some sire. Yeah, that's awfully nice <laughs> of you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to Eli, and I was telling him to race gear. Are you sure you don't want to cat up to the Masters? <laughs> and I get rid of you and Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they excuse me. I bet when people sign up now, they say, "Yeah, Brian Swarm signed up." They go, "What category?" (laughs) (laughs) All the old dudes are going, "Whoo!" Oh man. Oh, Brian, take care, and I hope you get a recover and feel a little better, better from your cold there. And thank you. Good luck. Go hunting more, Daddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. See you bye. See you later. See you bye. Oh, well, I tell you what, Jordan, we've. First two guests we've had. Two guests. No, no, we had Misty. No, yeah, we had Misty and Dad. Why do I always say Misty? I know it's Misty. I, I don't know, know about is, you, Keith. I don't know. I just I can't, <laughs> I can't get that T in there. There's a lot of questions I have about you. And, <laughs> that's <laughs> not really yeah, one I, of them. I've got, listen, I've got them, too. I've yeah. got them, too. So, yeah, well, uh, See, I guess your next race will probably be War Daddy then, won't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I doubt I'll go this weekend, especially if it's going to rain as much as they're saying. Right, I've got, yeah. I've got a dropper post for that <clears throat> new full suspension that I have. I just haven't installed it yet. I don't know if I will install it. It might get installed next year or something. Yeah. I'm bad about that. I'll order new stuff, and then it just sits there forever because I'm, la- <laughs> I'm so lazy. I had a set of SRAM mountain bike brakes what's their top level there's two piston but uh the... there's guide and level anyway it's the top level yeah whatever i a bought alts or something like that alt level the ultimate level something like that maybe it ain't ultimate i don't know it's pretty good brakes i had them sitting in my cabinet down here in the basement where all my bikes to fit probably for a year before i even put them on <laughs> yeah that's how i am i mean it I've got the wireless uh, GX shifting too, and I haven't put that on my bike yet either. Really? Yeah. So I need to do that. Well, I I bought it, and then like a month later, I got that other bike. So I didn't want to install it on my Niner. Right. And then have to turn around and take it off. So I waited, and then I got the new bike. Then I'm like, now I I don't really have an excuse for not installing it, but here I am. Man, I, I. Man, that wireless shifting. If if I needed a derailleur right now, gosh, I don't know what I'd do. That'd be a tough call. Yeah, you know, really the GX, because that's what I got. I didn't get the top of the line. I just got the cheaper one. Um, is that a price point where it it kind of just makes sense to get the wireless over right. the over the standard cable pool one? Right. The the prices are coming down, and so I think that's going to be the standard moving forward is going to be wireless. Right. And also I think the rear derailleur is set up to where it is designed to take a hit better than your cable operated ones. If, if I'm not mistaken, right. I believe so. I mean, they have to build it up around the battery for sure. Just because, you know, you think about all the rocks and debris and stuff that kick up. If one of those knocked your battery or, you know, busted your battery open or something, then that would, so they, they do have to over-engineer it. And... When, what I'm meaning is, like, it's got a, a mechanism or, or, or somewhere else it's got more give in it. So, like, if your derailleur took a hit, 
there's something built into it that'll let it give to where the oh the, yeah why not the wire but the cable doesn't have that if i ain't i mean i may be mistaken so i don't right know. right where it actually will let it fold up as opposed to just staying stiff i know I, I think i know what you're talking about right 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 so yeah, yeah. that might be my next thing uh my, my hardtail is still 11 speed and the thing about it is it works flawless it's gx 11 speed flawless that's what was on my uh scott scale my my old hardtail was that gx wireless or the gx 11 speed and it works great <laughs> i know and I, i've got the 12 speed on my epic my full suspension and there there's a couple gears that sometimes you got to give a little extra mustard to get it to go in right mm-hmm. nothing major but like i said that that hardtail with that 11 speed gx is just oh i mean i i ain't done nothing to it i'll probably go out and bash the crap out of it now but <laughs> yeah now that you talked about it yeah so, no, I know what you mean though. Like, I love I loved mine, and it still works. It's on the trainer, but it still works, you know, really well. I've changed the cable maybe twice since I've had it, and it just shifts right along. It never never really has any issues. So right, yeah, yeah. You hate to mess with something if it works good, but right, we we, we like new toys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So oh well, Jordan, we've had a good time, and like I said. Uh, good to have eli and brian on here and good to obviously have you i sure appreciate you helping out with this and yeah for sure so you know maybe five years from now when we're famous we'll look back <laughs> we'll look back when we were just little folk yeah know? hopefully the... when we just had two listeners now we yep. got 10 now we got 10 or 12 or <laughs> we'll have to remember the little people of corbin that's for oh, sure yeah <laughs> Oh, well, Jordan, take care, and uh, we'll try to do another here in a couple weeks then. All right. Sounds good. You do the same. All right. See you, bye. See you.